Welcome everyone to the Hotel Nerd Network brought to you by Anchor. What's Anchor you say? It is an easy way to make a podcast like this one for free. That's right, I said it, for free. But not only that, you can record from the comfort of your home, on the PC, or on the go with your phone. They have everything you need to make a podcast in one place. The best feature is that they even distribute the podcast for you on multiple platforms, so you don't have to stress on getting your content out there for the world to hear. If you're looking for a free and easy way to make a podcast, download the Anchor app on your mobile device or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now please sit back and enjoy the show. Hello, episode 14 on an early day because initially I was supposed to be working this Saturday, but as you can tell by my face mask, I am uh, potentially infected with the damn virus. So we're going to do two episodes this week. We're doing one tonight and we're doing one on Saturday night as normal time. So uh, with that in mind, I am Chris from Hotel Nerd. I'm John from Movie Loves Unite. And this is episode 14, and we're going to start right out the gate with uh, a couple of announcements. As you can see in the crow below, uh, we now have a Patreon. I was able to get that launched uh, this week. And uh, we have the same type of tiers that SEN does. The only difference is, is Ours is a little bit lackluster compared to um, Christians because we're just starting out. So, but I will share that right now. I don't know if you can see it very well, but we have bronze at $5, which if we do um, do pre-tapes, You'll have early access to them. That'll be your benefit to that. Mind you, these benefits will get better as time goes on. This is a very, very preliminary things. And Tamika. Yes. Hey. Oh, sorry I'm late. No, no, that's good. Just doing announcements right now. Oh, okay, good. Uh, This is Tamika. She's actually part of my. Hey, how you doing, Tamika? Oh. No issues today. Um, <laughs> but now the silver tier I have set at $10 per month, which I'm going to give out a digital copy of any standard edition video game of your choice. I will find the code and I will email it to you or I'll text you, or however you want me to get in contact with you. Uh, plus, you'll get access to the pre-tape. Uh, gold is $20 per month. You'll get a digital code for a new film release of your choice. Again, I will get the code. I will email, text, however you want me to get a hold of you. And you also get the pre-code for any digital game that you want, the standard edition. And you get the uh, pre-tape episodes. Now, my ultimate goal, when things start to go back to normal, uh, is to, like when the slowdowns start doing live events again, 
is to add me buying tickets using this money that we would raise and somehow getting them to the people that meet the tier. So say if I have on there a standard ticket on the silver and I, I don't know, Kira Livers, Livers, sorry if I'm butchering that name. I see you there on YouTube. Uh, if that person would go and get this the silver tier and if we do the standard ticket there, I would somehow get her the ticket information so that way she had it and she could go to the live event. And it would be basically her paying through us and we pay it back, basically. So that in, in the perfect world, that's my goal. That's me trying to help Christian get attendance up at live events. Okay. So, Tamika, are you familiar with the movie Trivia Schmodown? No, but it sounds great. I think you would <laughs> love it, to be honest. Oh, okay. I'll probably get. I tried getting in, you into get, a little like, bit of movie What, trivia. giveaways? What are the giveaways? Just video games or? Right now, it's video game pre-codes for standard edition and the silver, and it's a new film release plus the standard edition video game digital codes for the gold. Sweet. Oh. <laughs> That's awesome. These are like... Very, very beginner tiers mm -hmm. that I want to bolster up once we get some uh, footing underneath us. So, <clears throat> hoping, yeah. hoping and praying that this works for us. Okay. Yeah, I, I put a lot of thought into what I wanted to have for the tiers to start out to make it worth something. So, and what's nice is I can adjust things as needed. So, if it's not what people like and people give me suggestions about things that they want, then I can make the adjustments. Right. All right. Uh, also, on the crawl, we have a Twitch page, which I have the link to in the crawl. It's very simple. It's twitch.tv backslash hotel underscore nerd. Uh, basically, anything that deals with us is going to have hotel nerd in the name, so just look us up by hotel nerd. You're going to find us somewhere. So, <clears throat> with that, I don't have any other announcements unless you two have announcements to make. Nah, we're good. <laughs> Okay, oh, that's all the no. big. That's all the big hotel nerd news. So now on to the real news. <laughs> uh, let's start out with the big one. Is that Taika Waititi is to direct and co-write Star Wars, which I'm absolutely in love with. And if you listen to John and Tamika's uh, podcast. Uh, when did we record that? Uh, we did that. Oof. Was that last night? 
No, nah, it wasn't last night. It was the night before last. So it would be, let's see, yesterday was Wednesday, so Tuesday. All right. So, yeah, I mean, that was the last thing I did before I started feeling like crap. So. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. If you were, uh, hey, Larry, I see you. <laughs> Larry Lease, everybody. My Newman. <laughs> Hey, Larry. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> Newman. Hate Seinfeld, but I do know that reference. I get that reference. <laughs> That's a good show. It's a show about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a show about being an asshole and loving it. Oh, yeah. we lost one. Oh, John. Oh, boy. Okay, we keep John's the show rolling. technical issues today. We keep the show rolling. He pop back in. <laughs> the tables have turned. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there he is, John. I'm back. I feel. Yay, <laughs> John. So, <coughs> but yeah, um... <laughs> John. Okay, we're ready. <laughs> Tamika. No, we already. All right. We're already very well aware of Taika going to be directing and co-writing uh, Star Wars. We have all voiced our opinions before. We all are thrilled with the idea. Uh, I still say that him directing in The Mandalorian is what locked this in. Uh, John, did you freeze again? Yep. <laughs> well, keep talking. We can hear you. Yeah. No, he's he's there. I just took him off the screen right now. We can hear you, John. If he's talking, I can't hear him now. Hmm. So now we're going to have the technical issues on his end. So yeah, I had the technical right. issues on his show. He has the technical right. issues on mine. So mm -hmm. it all comes full circle. Damn internet. I blame it. <laughs> it's supposed okay. to be helping us. All right. There yeah. we go. I'm back. Okay. So you were saying that what's my thoughts on the whole Taika Waititi thing about mm -hmm. directing? Yeah. Okay. So... I like the fact that he's directing, and matter of fact, I would have to agree. I have to agree with you now. Am I by myself? No, we're still with you. I just I put you full screen. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. I gotcha. <laughs> uh, but you know, I was actually excited about the news and everything because, especially after the success of Thor Ragnarok and everything, it's no wonder why they would want to lock him into this whole entire universe because he's also passionate about what he's doing. And because he's passionate about what, we're, what he's doing, we should also be excited at the fact that we have a director that's actually passionate about what he does. And then also, too, he also did uh, some of the Mandalorian episodes and stuff like that. So... You know, we already saw a little bit of his directions, how he actually wants to do everything with the Star Wars universe within that part. So it's, it's exciting to actually see what he wants to do and how he wants to build it into that kind of retro style that he actually has, that little flavor. Maybe he might actually bring back some of the old school flavor to it and also combine some of his retro colors as well for the 80s. Maybe he might actually introduce us to another planet because I do want them to travel to other planets besides uh, Tatooine and stuff like that. So I would like to see them expand 
the universe a lot more within uh, a Taiki Watiti kind of universe. But that's just uh, how I'm viewing it and how I'm seeing it. What do you guys think? I'm agreeing with you on all points there. Tamika, how about you? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, I like you said, I like Thor Ragnarok and um, how the colorful it was and how it popped, but also it had a very good story arc to it. So I think he'll be very good in Star Wars, but um, I'm not sure now if those color popping in Star Wars will be distracting because it just seems very dark <laughs> and one tone. But well, um, we have lightsabers, so I mean, lightsabers. Yeah, yeah, but you know, I I don't know. It seems very limiting to him. <laughs> Who could picture Taika in in a Star Wars <laughs> film and having a lightsaber? I would okay. like to actually see that. Yeah, and then he would probably be in some <laughs> blue suit with red polka dots or something. I don't know. It just <laughs> <laughs> seems like he needs something more. But yes, he'll be very good. Wind up putting Korg in it. Some he winds up playing like Korg. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> Give Korg like a a, a lightsaber. That would be great. Can they just dress him up as Korg? <laughs> just <laughs> pop him into the movie. We won't know. <laughs> yeah, and hey, anybody that's in uh, the chat, YouTube or Twitch, get in here, talk with us. Because I'm just not asking these two questions. I'm asking you as well. Get in on the conversation. Have some fun. Yes. We Especially with you, Larry. I'm looking at you. Oh. You and yeah, I have. Come yeah, on, Larry. Larry. Come on. Come on, Larry. Get on. Come it. on. Put that Come thing on. down the box. Come on, Larry. Come on. Type Come that. On. Type it. Yeah. Type in that box. Come on, Larry. <laughs> Come on, Larry. You can do it. Larry, come on. <laughs> Larry, get to the box. Get to the chopper. Come on, Larry. Get to the chopper. Get to yeah. the chopper. So, uh, some okay. other. Interesting news that came up after we harassed oh, Larry. Oh boy, we scare Larry away. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe this. Oh, 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 hang on. Oh. Aiden Kosick stopping by for a sec. What's up, guys? Nothing much other than hey. the fact that I might be infected, hence this. Um, other than me feeling like shit. <laughs> But otherwise, it's all good in this place. Same here for me as well. Just a long work day. Yeah. Yeah. Working from home. Um, fell asleep. Woke up. I was like, whoa, the day passed. What year is it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Robin, weirdest project. I'm like, what year is it? So I had this pretty bow because my hair was wild. So I figured if I put a bow on it, then it will look. Not so wild. But anyway, back to um, news. Back to the news. Oh, you don't want well, to invite me to that. I want to say to John what I should do is I should be wearing my shades too. Oh, <laughs> have my hood up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very That's sons our... of anarchy. <laughs> <laughs> Not intimidating at all. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm the farthest thing from intimidating. Yeah, okay? yeah, I would trust my baby with you. You look very <laughs> trustworthy. 
anyhow, uh, speaking Where's of, Larry? Stuff, I don't think I'm... you trust your baby with these kids, children of the corn reboots in the works. No, no, Ooh. no, I do not. I'm excited for this. Uh, and I'm a huge Stephen King fan and everything. And for them to want to reboot it in a different type of way, it could even be even better than what we got before. Like, don't get me wrong. I love the old classic uh, Stephen King adaptation of Children of the Corn. But if there's a better way to actually do it, then why not? Especially with the effects that we have today. Not saying that there is a lot of special effects with Children of the Corn other than... You have this uh, kid that's basically harassing the, this couple and everything, but I feel like they can actually expand a little bit. They can actually do something maybe a little bit different than what the original one did. I did like Stephen King's It Chapter 1, not Chapter 2 as much, but still, I love that movie because of the fact that it was more grounded than what the miniseries was. And it's more a little bit more geared towards how the book was, even though it was set in 1980s and not the 1960s. But still, it gave us that Stephen King flavor to it. And if they were, if they're able to give that that little Stephen King flavor to it, I'm okay with it. Because they're even supposed to be uh, reboot, rebooting or remaking uh, Salem's Lot as well. And I want to say James Wan is actually attached to that too. So that even makes me even more excited that I know about two Stephen King properties that's being made into a remake again. So there's that. And I know that yeah. uh, Cemetery wasn't the strongest. Uh, remake or anything like that, but it was okay for what it was. Aiden just what? asked. Who, <laughs> Aiden just asked who's directing, and I just looked it up. It's Kurt Wimmer. I'm not familiar. Wimmer with it. Yeah. Uh, well, let me look him up here on IMDb real quick. Yeah, like I said, I'm not familiar with the name. Huh. Yeah, because I was gonna say I thought the whoever directed Pet Cemetery would be good for Children of the Corn reboot. I thought Pet Cemetery was horrible. I thought it was hot garbage. Wow. Okay. I mean, I was frightened, but whatever. I fell asleep. <laughs> it wasn't, oh, no. I fell asleep in it. I would have to say it's not the worst remake I've seen, oh but it was okay for what it right. was. So he has three uh, Movies to his directing credit on IMDb. The first one's in 1996, One Tough Bastard. Never seen. I've never heard of. Uh, 2002, Equilibrium. I heard of that. 2006, Ultraviolet. Oh, God. Uh, 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 New director. <laughs> yeah, Aiden. Aiden's even saying not a fan of his movies. Now that I'm looking them up, mm -mm. Robert right. Eager for Children of the Corn would be amazing. Depending on how the script is laid out and the direction that they want to go in, I'm hoping that they actually do have some creative control over this, since he actually made a couple of stinkers. Mm. So maybe that might actually uh, push him to do a little bit better job. You know, I'm not familiar with the name Robert Eagers either. Then again, I'm also not big on knowing director stuff. So if I was a snow down, I this is where I would get crushed. You see, I know directors, some directors mainly, but not Robert Eagers or anything like that. But mm. I just know movies, and if they suck, and ultraviolet <laughs> suck. <laughs> <laughs> It was like the bootleg salt. 
and I'm still waiting for salt too. So can you guys keep me updated on that? Okay, Robert Eagers is Hansel and Gretel <laughs> from 2007. Telltale Heart, 2008 Independent Brothers, 2015. These are all oh, short. Brothers was good. Brothers was a good movie. The Witch, 2015. The White House, oh. 2019, and he has in pre-production Northmen. So yeah, uh, oh. him for Children of the Corn would be fucking epic as fuck. Yeah, even though especially I didn't the witch. enjoy the witch, yeah, even though I didn't enjoy the witch like I wanted to, I could definitely see him directing this movie because he can actually bring that dark layers to uh, a Children of the Corn type movie. So I'm all on board for that part, and I like the movie Brothers as well. That was actually a good movie. Hmm. Yeah, it's that, highly underrated. What do you like uh, about the witch, Aiden? That's an excellent pick. Okay. I would watch that. I would watch that in a fucking heartbeat. The reason why I didn't like The Witch was because of the fact that I don't mind slow burns as long as it's leading up to something. But in it this did. case, it well, if I remember, it's been a long time since I watched Children of the Corn. Am I right no, in remembering no. that Children of the Corn was a slow burn as it is? No. Well, I was talking about The Witch, though. Well, yeah, I know. But you're saying about your opinion on slow burns. Isn't Children of right. the Corn a slow burn? I can't remember, to be honest with you, because it's been so long since I've seen Children of the Corn. But I just didn't really care for the witch that much because of the fact that, you know, I was expecting something really wicked. Like, I don't know. I think I was expecting maybe a little bit more from it than what I got, especially when I heard that Clark Wolf was talking about it and she was reviewing it and how great it was. And then the only thing that I can say is the dialogue flowed out really well to where I could actually believe that the characters were actually in that kind of century. And the only thing that fell flat for me was the whole fact with the, um, the witch itself, whenever she's finally revealed and everything, it just didn't really feel like that was something that I, I really cared for after that. It was like anticlimactic for me. Really? It was like a yeah. naked old woman in the woods eating babies. I mean, <laughs> what more do you want? <laughs> Aiden goes and says, I saw Children in the Corner for the first time last year and honestly wasn't a fan, but I think the premise with a competent director like Eagers would be awesome. And I totally agree with that. And now my question, Aiden, is did you see the original or did you see the 2009 reboot? Because the 2009 reboot was absolutely trash. That's my question to you. Because actually, the 2009 reboot, I actually totally forgot about until I looked this up on IMDb. And then I looked at it as like, oh, okay, I remember that. I remember seeing that in the theaters and not good. <laughs> Who was in that movie? Uh, the 2009 one? Yeah. Um, I should have kept that page up. Because I had a feeling that I, when I brought this up that I was going <clears> to... <throat> I mean, mind you, there's also a lot of other Children of the Corn movies. I didn't realize there were so many sequels. <laughs> Yeah, there was a, like a God. lot of sequels. I remember going to Blockbusters, and most of the ones that I've seen was like straight to DVD releases, like B-rated movies. 
There's nobody in the 2009 sequel that I even recognize by name. Dum dum dum. <laughs> For some reason, Robert I thought that... Kardash, Jordan Schmidt, David Anders, Candace McClure, Remington Jennings, Daniel Newman, Preston Bailey, Austin Dreher, Dominic Plue, Lexi Burr, Creighton Fox, Austin Cobbs, Jake White, Zeta Bass, Ryan Bertroche. I don't know any of those names. I don't either. Nope. So they pretty much just got a bunch of nobodies and made a film. Mm. Which I'm okay with independent actors and stuff like and, that. And it was a TV, it was a TV one. So Oh. <laughs> That's why I was asking, like, did you see the uh, the 2009 or the original? He said that he saw the original and even bothered with 2009. Mm. So, I mean, yeah, I saw the original Children of the Corn. Yeah. That's the only one that, that's the one I grew up on. It's been That's a while, I but yeah. I've only ever seen that movie once because it messed with me so bad. I remember that versatile as a child. It's like, never again. Never again will <laughs> I ever watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I never look at cornfields the same way ever again. Mm, I agree. I mean, I still Pennsylvania, so there's a lot of fucking cornfields. <laughs> And I live out in Mississippi, so there's a lot of cornfields over here as well. But, mm. yeah. but the yeah. Tall Grass was one one of the worst adaptations that I've seen in a while by Stephen King. That was actually on Netflix. Granted, that it movie was worked yeah. with you a little bit. It did mess your mind up a little bit, but it still was not. It was not good. I would say Under the Dome was probably worse. I agree, and I actually read that book. Even though that book is huge, it's like bigger than the Bible, actually. Really? Well, most of like, Stephen King books are like the size of the Bible. Right. It's <laughs> like, like 1,255 pages of more than five. Oh. <laughs> is it not like it? Because it is pretty big. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is 1,229 like pages long. Wow. I read that whole entire book mm. twice. Wow, it should get on a board. Really bored. Yeah, I mean you can read it again, but better just for punishment. How about this? If you do a Patreon, I'll go in here and I'll read the whole book another time. You you can read the whole book on a YouTube channel. Put some fire behind you. Well, speaking of book reads, you hear that Daniel Radcliffe and the cast are coming back to do book reads for all the Harry Potter books on audio. (gasps) Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah. And I've actually read all the Harry Potter books like twice. I went through that. Oh, boy. This guy. (laughs) What? (laughs) Don't be hate. I've read them all four times. Oh yeah, you got uh-oh. me beat. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I'll read Stephen King it for a third time. <laughs> oh, I'm a huge, huge Harry Potter nut. Like I am, I I so badly want to be on the Harry Potter podcast on Mark with a movie blog. Like I just because 
that's my shit. I grew up on that. That was actually the first book series that I actually got into. My mom bought it for me, bought me the first two books uh, for Christmas, not knowing what they were, not knowing if I ever heard of them before, which I hadn't at that point because I was into technology, not books. And I sat down and got that Christmas morning. I had that first book read on the 26th. Damn. Wow. Because I just, I couldn't put it down. And then I went straight to the second one. And the same thing with that. I had that one done. I took my time on that one because it was a little bit more dense in topic. Like, starting to give you some background a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did that one. I had that one done before the end of the year. You see, I started off backwards. I actually read the second <laughs> one first and I went back and read the first one. Oh, John. <laughs> <laughs> what? Judging you. Chris Don't is judge. judging you. Behind his <laughs> bandana, he's judging you. <laughs> now, did you like the se- the last one, Chris? Because I know some people didn't really like um the last Harry Potter book. Uh the first half I, I'm not going to lie, the first half was soul-crushing because it was so dense. And, mm. like, you had moments where, like, the wedding. Uh, for the life of me, I'm trying to remember who it was. Who was the one that got bit by the werewolf? I'm blanking. Lupin. No, 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 no. The, the we- Weasley. Weasley. Oh, okay, okay. Is he the friend of George? Um, oh. he's the he's the oldest brother. Hello. I think yeah. his brother. Can you hear me? You there, Tamika? Tamika, can you hear me? Yeah, Uh-oh. Aiden. It's Bill. Okay. okay. Thank you. I was blanking on that. <laughs> Bill Weasley. He was the one that got bit by the werewolf, and he marries Floor. And then they're having this conversation. They're talking. This is where they introduced Deathly Hollows. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Tamika, if your audio is out, hang just on try refreshing if you want to as well. Yeah. Give me one second. I'll finish that thought here in a minute. Because she sent me a message. Sorry about the dead air there, guys. All right. So she's going to follow my instruction there. Anyhow, I'll pause until she gets back because she was the one that initially asked me the question. But right. Aiden, you're right. It was Bill. I, for some reason, I was blanking on that. I knew Percy was the second to the oldest. I knew it wasn't Percy that got bit. I just couldn't remember who it was that got bit. And I want to say he got he got bit at the end of six? At the end of Half-Blood Prince, I believe? Was that the one where they had the battle? Yeah, because yeah. the fifth one the fifth one they were in the ministry, and the sixth one they were at Hogwarts 
for the final battle because that's where, uh, you know, spoiler alert, Dumbledore dies. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. You're about, died. you're about 10 years late on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, right. I'm back. Okay. All right, you got the audio now? Uh, yes, I think so. All right. John. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> My audio's working. Okay. Good. Any, anyhow, we're we're still talking about uh what you, you were asking about, what you were asking about my opinion on the seventh book. Yes. Uh the wedding scene was great because that's where you got introduced to Deathly Hollows, you got introduced to um Oh god, it's been a minute since I've read the books and I've watched the movies. Um who's the the loopy the loopy girl? Um, um look. Luna Lovegood. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And her and her dad. Um, um yeah, you get introduced to them and uh the <coughs> The definitely oh, all get nice, Aiden. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I'm jealous that they get to see that for the first time. That's gonna be an awesome experience, man. That's yeah, great. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh but yeah, the whole introduction of Deathly Hollows and the wedding, and then the scene right after that where they hop to London and then they figure out that Vortermore has a trace on his name. And mm. uh after that it bogs down like hard like i i go into like ron's mentality of like come on let's move this the fuck along people mm -hmm. like <laughs> yeah right yeah that was when they were like camping out or on the yeah. run too right but then when you hit when they go to the malfoy mansion and everything speeds back up again it's like okay now we're in this shit. Now here comes the payoff. Like all everything you just went through, all the slug, just everything's gonna pay off. You're gonna find out about Snape's history. You're gonna find out about his memories. You're gonna find out about Harry going up against Voldemort and uh, how that's gonna play out. And my now I'm gonna get into my biggest issue of the movie franchise is the fact that they fucked up the final battle. <laughs> like completely. If and Aiden, uh, did she read the books yet? Because if they did not read the books, then I'll be interested. Uh because <clears throat> that final battle with him and Vortermort, I wanted his speech. I wanted his speech about what Dumbledore was trying to get across to him that there's always good in people and to learn about love and, you know, the cheesy, it was cheesy in the book. Don't get me wrong. It flat out cheese, but the location, of it was wrong. the location of it in the film was wrong. There was nobody around to witness it. The way it was done was horrible it like you had it it was all teed up for you in the book perfectly the molly weasley scene in the final battle was amazing where she goes not today you bitch and 
<laughs> like that whole moment was just amazing. It's like, oh, we got that moment. So now we're going to the Harry Voldemort moment, and it, like, oh yeah. By the way, this is the Harry Voldemort moment. You're like, are you fucking for real? We've spent all this time. Are you fucking for real? Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Cause I well, cause I didn't read the last book, so I was like, huh, this is kind of weird. Is that a train station? Where are they? Okay, and it was that, like really that kind of made, went Matrix with it with the whole entire uh, train station bit. Yeah, that train station bit is in the book, though. Okay, right, exactly. It's just that, placing the wrong. That was probably the highlight moment of the movie for me. That conversation between him and Dumbledore. That was the highlight right. for me right there. I was like, they they spot on nailed that. Now, if they would have done that with the final battle between him and Voldemort, perfect. <laughs> right. It was placed in the wrong area. Oh, they wow. That's why, <laughs> uh, that's why part two's uh, right at the bottom of the pile for me with uh, Prisoner of Azkaban. I cannot stand Prisoner of Azkaban. I don't I like the book. Prisoner. I do not like this film. <laughs> I just like Gary I'm Oldman, with you on that so one. maybe that's why I like Prisoner of Azkaban. I mean, I like I like Gary Oldman. I like the introduction of Sirius Black and Lupin, like all those characters. I love those characters in the book, but the book itself just it didn't jive with me. And the movie, God, the direction that the director took that movie it was absolutely fucking asinine. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like he read the Cliff Notes, and it's like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> I don't have to read the book. <laughs> <laughs> I got all the information I need, so let's go ahead and do it. Yeah. Yeah. Alfonso snapped in that movie as director. I totally <laughs> agree with that. <laughs> but, you know, I also didn't like the way they did the werewolf either. I didn't like the way that the werewolf actually looked. Mm. Consider the consider the time. I mean, that movie's pretty dated now. Right. So consider the year that it came out. When what year did it come out? Jeez. Well, as Sorcerer's Stone was two thousand one. Chamber of Secrets was two thousand two. I think I we had a two-year time gap between that, so I want to say Azkaban was 2004. Okay. Aiden said no, snap like in a good way, so I took what he said there at wrong context, so we're right. completely the polar opposites there. Well, 2001's um, Sorcerer of the Stone, those graphics mm -hmm. were kind of... Um... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It tells, it's a low budget movie. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, like it has a good story. Somebody in the chat talking with us at the same time. Oh, okay. Hello, person. Like, Aiden. Aiden's all in on this with us. <clears throat> so, he actually spoke about how he didn't want to do Harry Potter, so he made it his own. Okay. What did you do like a video or I don't I don't know. I have to look that one up, but I do know that he I remember he was infam infamously quoted as saying that he's never heard of Harry Potter before. 
and uh, that he just kind of went and did his own thing. <laughs> it's like, and as soon as I heard that, I was like, are you really? You got somebody who's never heard of Harry Potter, and you're like, oh, by the way, boom, here you go. It's like, that's like saying, um, taking a Bollywood director and saying, here's Star Wars. <laughs> I'm saying that nobody in Bollywood's ever heard of Star Wars, but I'm just saying that you get somebody like from the farthest realm of the earth. Yeah. Never heard of Star Wars saying, here you go, have fun playing the sandbox. I would like to see a Bollywood Star Wars. That would be pretty cool. It's <laughs> just did my I opinion. Thing? <laughs> I did not mean to make a thing. But That's I think okay. I you thing. already did. You already did. You <laughs> stepped in this hole. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm ready. And. <laughs> it's still his favorite Harry Potter movie, but I can, but he sees my criticism of it. So, thank you, Aiden. I appreciate it. That's yeah. the, I like these conversations, and this goes to what Christian says on SCM. If you're going to have a conversation, even though if you disagree, if you can have a one-on-one conversation with somebody like in the chat or between us, as long as it's constructive and there's good back and forth. I'm all in for it. Like I yeah. love this. Mm-hmm. I love I this. Agree. Agree. Same here as well. Because yeah. just to say, oh, that sucked. It makes you look like a four-year-old at a keyboard with cap lock on. I mean, case in point, this yes. here is like he goes and he disagrees with me about the Harry Potter uh, about Azkaban, but still can see where I have issues. Yeah, I mean the reveal too in Azkaban. Um, oh, Larry's talking. Larry's oh. talking. Larry, where you been? <laughs> He's back. <laughs> oh, and there's another one that he put in too. <laughs> when we're talking about when the movies came out. Oh yeah. So we got two people in here active. Larry, keep talking. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Larry, Bring it, Larry. Larry. <laughs> what did you think about Prince or Azkaban? Go. <laughs> Come on. Give it to us. Where's your favorite uh, food? Go. Larry, Larry <laughs> could tell you some stories about my hot takes on SEM today. I, I had some real hot takes. Oh. I got everybody going. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Aiden said, uh, oh. Oh, every oh. time I hear Tamika said Larry, I think a practical joke. <laughs> Larry, 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 <laughs> Larry, say something. <laughs> Larry says I haven't watched those movies in a long time. Okay, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, That's he's not the only one that was thinking that either. I was. Actually... Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Is this still on? Is this still on? Impractical Jokers? I... Yeah, they actually just made a movie. <laughs> oh, okay. No, I can't. I they yeah, they, they released it for like a one time release or whatever, but yeah, they actually did do a movie of Impractical Jokers. <laughs> I gotta see that. Me too, because I love that show. Oh. Aiden, you're gonna like today's episode of SCM when you get to it. 
Uh, so I have some catching up to do on the Hotel Nerd versus Larry Lee's rivalry. I'll be honest, uh, Aiden, the the rivalry between me and Larry at the moment has been kind of uh, cold ward mm. because uh, funds are a little short. <laughs> so I think funds are short on both ends. Because <laughs> <laughs> last week we both went balls to the wall. Mm. Yeah, I actually listened to that whole entire thing back and forth between y'all two. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, now I gotta listen to it. Yeah, I'm gonna have to send you out the links for it. Yes, because... please. Okay. <laughs> I, here I am at work, stocking shelves, and I'm lis- listening to it back and forth mm. without no headphones on. <laughs> Last week was great. well you know when you get christian saying man these two are just going at it like you know (laughs) it's officially a bit like when christian is acknowledging that things are going on like okay this is really a thing now (laughs) he just lets you two have the floor basically is what he does yeah let you guys think it out Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Yes. Are you two okay now? Oh, we're fine. It's just okay. Busted. I just got a couple of black eyes here. Busted lip. Okay, Larry. Okay. <laughs> but now Chris has the cold now, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had I had the beer virus. Oh, he Larry gave you that, Larry. Yeah, I blame it on Larry. It's all Larry. Larry. Wow, Larry. That's very cold. Larry. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it. There you go. People are calling for it. Hotel Nervers, Larry Lee's Shimo Down. Yes, part two. I'm game for it. Yes. I'm game for it. Not gonna say that I'm gonna be very good at it, but I'm game for it. Yes, bring your popcorn. Bring everything. (laughs) But Chris, you want to talk about like the funny moments that I had with the Schmobot though? Was the part where they first introduced the Schmobot when they when someone kept on going schlong, 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 schlong? And I was at the drive-thru. I had my window down to get the... uh, I didn't know it was going to happen. I did not know it was going to happen. I rolled down the window. The woman goes, yeah, there'll be eight. And all of a sudden, schlong, 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 schlong. (laughs) I'm like, I'm like, there you go. What are you listening to? Um, SEN Live. I said, you should listen to it. Because now I'm good. I said, why? You don't like schlongs? Mm. Close the window. <laughs> so Larry's saying he doesn't know that much film trivia. So basically, what Larry's oh, saying is he Larry. was the third end of the group. You don't know shit. <laughs> Larry, come on now. We need this. Larry, I'll coach you. I'll we'll do Rocky. Basically, I'll end up putting the Rocky music on and everything. I'll drill you, man. Well, yeah, we'll make a day of this. You can do it. Yeah. Aiden's pushing hard for this match. Yeah. Aiden, yeah, Aiden. Aiden. pushing on Christian. Yeah, Aiden. Push on Christian for this yeah. to happen. Yeah, Aiden. I'm game for it to happen. Aiden. I just. Aiden, push on Larry. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> now I want those a t shirt. <laughs> what? Push on Larry. <laughs> 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 Get this, there is actually a guy at Walmart that's actually named Larry. So that would actually be perfect. <laughs> Push out, Larry. Larry. 
And then oh. Larry started in your own cahoots, cahoots, cahoots. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. We're in cahoots. Yes, Larry. So you might as well do now, that. Now, Tamika, there's a joke about okay. that. Um, basically, it goes back to the whole Universal versus AMC thing. Oh, okay. And if I am, John, correct me if I'm wrong on this. Aiden and Larry, correct me if I'm wrong on this too. Um, Universal went and put trolls out. Yep. And they went and said, oh, we made gangbusters and AMC. Hey, John, I actually like what that. What happened to That's John? Kind of cool. John, what's going on? Are you Batman? What's going on? That was awesome. You're well, interrupting. You're a Batman shirt. Stop being distracting, John. <laughs> Yes, Chris. Sorry, I'm sorry about him. Anyhow, sorry, I had to go and play crime. I'm back. Please continue, Chris. I'm sorry about him. I'm Batman. <laughs> oh God, I deal with this all the time. Okay, if, Chris, continue. If I recall uh, correctly, Universal put trolls out. Then they said that they made gangbusters. AMC says, "Well, fuck you. We're pissed. We're you're not going to show your movies in our theaters." Then Regal goes and says, well, we're not showing movies in theaters uh, for that Universal. <clears throat> and then Universal comes out and says, and it's a really bad acronym. John, I can't remember what it stands for, but the acronym's NATO. And everybody's like, wait, the fuck's NATO doing about this? <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, knew it. That was a bad knew it. On NATO. <laughs> I knew NATO was involved. In and then Universal saying that NATO's in cahoots with uh, uh, AMC and Regal, and that's where the whole cahoots thing came from because everybody was all about, oh, the word cahoots is back in popular culture. It's like, because it's a word you haven't heard in a while. And actually, Legends of Tomorrow last night used the word cahoots in, uh, in the show. Oh, <laughs> man. So, which is kind of like ironic timing. <laughs> But being from an Italian family, we use that all oh the time. Boy. Here we go. See, I do too. I use that word all the time too, and I oh always felt no. like I was you too. using it. You too. So now, Larry, you know, Larry, Larry goes and uh, every time he puts something in on a snowbody, always goes cahoots, 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 cahoots. Okay, fuck this, turn off the snowbody. Wasn't there one time where he said, you thought I was going to say cahoots? Wasn't that something else he did once? something like that, or he went and put something like, um... Uh, you thought I was going to say cahoots again, didn't you? Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Larry. <laughs> we had cahoots getting read out by Snowbot 50 times. Oh, <laughs> 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 yep, and then Christian got it off. Mm, mm, mm. There goes our fun. <laughs> Oh, Christian. <laughs> Judging you, Christian. Judging you. If Mark Ellis was there, he would probably say, uh-oh, Grumpy uh, Harloff is at it again. Aiden goes, I was watching it on TV, and my grandfather was not happy with the cahoots. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, So... 
Let's see, this is the type of show that I want to have because this has the SEN feel to it. It does. It definitely does. Involved. I mean, we're getting through stuff, but here we are. We're pushing the hour mark, and we're nowhere near remotely close. <laughs> I'm no, we're not. no, we're all in cahoots with each other. You know what I think? Exactly. I think it was that Xbox stream that I did today where I had over 140 views like instantaneously. Oh, wow. I think that's where this is coming from. That and now that I'm part of the Patreon, I think uh -huh. that's from that as well. Yeah, and then we're cool. on here too. So, so I think it's kind of like a perfect storm <laughs> of everything. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, and then you invited us too, and we're like, oh boy. <laughs> oh. I'm this just hoping your fault. this turns in. This <laughs> I'm just fault, hoping this Chris. turns into bigger things. It will. I hope it so. will. Now, yeah. I will take full blame for the Toy Story rabbit hole that we went down the other night. <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Toy Story. That's a great movie. I don't know. I mean, Toy Story Civil War. Yeah. I mean, and then I was know. actually, I actually sent out the pictures. <laughs> oh, All I said was that Woody is kind of like Iron Man. And then um, Buzz is like Captain America. So, I mean, you know, if you remake yeah, that. Yeah, really starting to announce some rabbit holes. You're like, Mrs. Bo Peep was Black Widow. Yeah. And the chick <laughs> with the horse is um, Wanda. I don't yep. know who is um, Vision. The pig, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> it could be Vision. I don't know. The horse? She's on. Then we actually pitched it like Keanu Reeves would pitch the idea. Dude. <laughs> I got Larry, I have to agree. The real goal is to get Zerflerted Flouse and Christian to laugh. Which I've been trying to do, and I've been failing miserably. I've been on stage. I gotta like, introduce to this <laughs> I gotta introduce uh to make it to him. <laughs> <laughs> I am not something you can turn on and turn off, John. Jeez. Trust me. Once you see it, you're not gonna have to worry about being turned off. <laughs> this is Chris's fault. He did put us through the rabbit hole. Yeah. Oh geez. Blame America, Chris. Hashtag blame America, Chris. That's a long hashtag. So just blame Chris. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag blame, blame Chris. Chris. Yeah, blame Chris. I see that, all. Yeah. That I would be it. a good movie though. I mean, I want that to happen. Like <clears throat> to remake Avengers and put all the Toy Story characters in it. Like well, while we're on while we're on a Disney footing. Oh, good good segue. Uh, National Treasure Three still in the works and with the original cast and crew, which Yay! I'm you know what I'm hoping for? Fucking do this. <laughs> I'm hoping that they actually still go with the idea of uh, Area 51 like they did with the ending of the oh. second National Treasure movie John I have to share this before you go on because uh -oh. this is way too fucking funny this gotta be good 
from Larry. I accidentally got into some Catholic priest stream and I asked if he heard of the reverence of Flirted Blast. <laughs> Larry! <laughs> what? Good. what did they say? <laughs> did they hear about him or not, Larry? Come on. <laughs> Don't leave us hanging. <laughs> Larry, I think you broke John. You know what? Whenever we get the radio uh, for the AMFM radio starts back up again for 97.9 for here on the coast, I'm going to ask them if they can request their certain flop. <laughs> I'm going to have it recorded. Ari, <laughs> I see you in there, Paper Master. Ari Paper Master. That's an interesting name. What is it? Ari Paper Master. Who is that? Is that Larry? No, it's somebody else who just joined oh, us. Oh, I'm sorry. That's <laughs> 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 why did Larry change his name? <laughs> I still like the big anus screening that somebody made. <laughs> But, what? <laughs> yeah, that was somebody's name on uh, SEN. Ari goes and follows that one up with he added so much layers to the yeah. character. <laughs> Onions have layers. They do. They do. Mark we learned this in Shrek. They do have layers. Oh, Larry follows up with he was like, no, I have not heard of him. <laughs> Talking mm. about the priest. He's a <laughs> damn liar. He heard of him. <laughs> oh, Makuga was mad. <laughs> oh, Makuga was pissed. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. I don't know that fucking name. I don't fucking care. <laughs> Probably some fucking SCN bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and then John Campia. <laughs> they did the John Campia too. <sighs> oh my gosh. Oh, this show. So, National Treasure. <laughs> so, Nicholas Cage. This is actually right. the best show that we've had so far, Tamika. Honestly, you are on the best show right now that we've had. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thanks for inviting me. Thank you. Thank you. Ari goes, we are all flirting. Hashtag all hell flirting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, I can't with this show. Okay, so <laughs> Nicholas Cage. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Oh, yeah. I I'm happy <laughs> that the original cast still wants to come back for this. How many years has it been? When was the last one? I can't even remember the last one. I can't remember. I can't remember either. I know it's been a minute. John Voight was in it. He's in everything, right? Get his daughter to talk to him again. <laughs> we need to have Brett do a John Voight impression of National Treasure. I just want to hear my Nicholas Cage impression. We need we need John Voight National Treasure impression from Brett. <laughs> this next song I can just hear. <laughs> <laughs> Aiden says, 
If Zavertin isn't in National Treasure 3, I don't want to see it. Zavertin Flouse is invading our fucking channel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that bastard. <laughs> Larry says, I'm dying to meet Makuga someday and just walk up to him and ask him where I can find Zavertin Flouse. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if Makuga winds up cussing him out after that. That's how he is. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> but how long has it been since National Treasure Three, though? I don't know, five hundred years. I don't know. Two thousand seven wow. with National Treasure Two. Wow, that is a while. Yep. Well, I'm sure it'd be great. <laughs> hey, uh, huh? what? What page? Was, what page was that that was ripped out of that book? That's what it needs to be. It needs to be that. Because it was so apparently set up that that was going to be the third movie. Mm. And John, we just lost John again. John, we lost you. He'll be back. They yeah. always come back. <laughs> that was a good movie, by the way. <laughs> it was. It's like every scene is like action, action, action. You know, and then I saw this um, SNL skit where Nicolas Cage was interviewing Nicolas Cage, which was Andy Sandburn, and um, they were giving each other positive affirmations to each other. <laughs> All right, John. Oh, John. Uh, I'm yeah, late to the party John. John, you change locations. I'm late to the party on this one, so you're going to have to help me with this one. The best response for the Flirt and Flouse was from Emma Fife. I missed that. I did too. Okay. Oh. All right. So. John, are you uh, in the kitchen? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he, he He's going to be the true fat kid of the day. He's going to sit in the kitchen where all the grub is. John, go make us some sandwiches. Go make me some pie. Ham and cheese. Up and make Yo. us some sandwich. Make me and Chris some sandwiches, John. Grilled ham and cheese. I like turkey sandwiches. Now go make it. Yeah, anyway, Chris. Work too. Anyway, Chris, like we were saying. <laughs> well, on top of that national treasure news, we also had some more national treasure news. And that is that we have a national treasure series in the works on Disney Plus. Hmm. So I don't know many details about this. I'm very interested in this. Anything that deals well, with national treasure, I'm, I'm in. Like, well, I heard about, I actually typed out the article for it. Oh, and basically, okay. And basically, Disney did wind up confirming that they are making a National Treasure TV series and everything. But as far as the casting goes and everything else, they're not, on, they're not cer certain what they want to actually do with it or anything. But yeah, it is 100% confirmed that Disney Plus is, in fact, doing a National Treasure TV series off of it. So, uh, yeah. Aiden's asking, is it the same cast? That yeah. I do not know. Well, that's what I just got on saying. Right now, they're not sure at if they're going to actually have the same cast or if it's just going to be like a spinoff of National Treasure or whatever. So I'm hoping that they actually keep the original cast because it would actually make more sense. And it would also give Nicolas Cage a reason to actually be on the screen again. 
even though it's a smaller <laughs> screen. I would like for him to actually have combat. Well, I mean, he is going to be doing Tiger King. Yeah, John. Yeah, that's going to make him. That's going to make bank right there. <laughs> I, I tell you, Nicholas Cage has always been around. Yeah. Yeah, he just always seems to get dicked over though too a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I like to see him have a big comeback though. I want him to be just as popular as he was back in the nineties. I I think that passed. I think he's in, I think he's in the twilight of his acting career, unfortunately. I like him as an actor, don't get me yeah. wrong. I just think I think he's in the twilight, to be honest. Mm. Hmm. And Aiden also says I'd like to see a spinoff with Nick Cage kind of as the link to the original in a wise master type role. Hmm. Well, I know that Nicolas Cage is going to be playing Nicolas Cage in a movie. <laughs> that's actually 100% true. He's going to be playing himself. Was that from that SNL skit? I was telling Chris about it. It was like <laughs> It was an SNL scare when Nicolas Cage was interviewing himself. <laughs> That'd be great. Andy Samper. Yeah, Gary's saying uh, about having uh, Nick Cage train his kid in the series. I'm assuming, you're Larry, you're talking um, the National Treasure series, because I'll be honest, that's where my brain went, too. For, that would be pretty cool. It's been, been long enough. The kids could be in their teens yeah. because 2007 to now, that's 13 years. So, I mean, i say do that. I if agree. You, you don't have to have them have the original cast in it all the time. Just focus on the kids. Have them basically set the blueprint for the kids to be able to do things and kind of go like Goonies type style. Yeah, let the kids have their own adventure while the parents kind of sit back and do the, their thing. Yeah. I'm fine with that, too. That That's how I pictured it. Yeah, like Lava, what's that, Lava Girl and Shark Boy? Those type of movies, Spy Kids. I well, kind of like Stranger Things. Kind of like what is Stranger Things. <laughs> like, is. no. Like Stranger Things. Not that garbage Spy Kids. <laughs> I was going to say, I didn't like Spy Kids. I haven't I like watched the first Spy Kids yet. That's one of the things I have to watch. I like. I did Lava like the first Spy Kids movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's too late, John. No, it's not. <laughs> yes, it yeah, is. No, I it's too late. You said, no, you, you didn't say you didn't like it. It's fine. Want me to still make you that sandwich? Yeah. <laughs> I don't see you moving. <laughs> That's because you told me it was too late. I was talking about spy kids. Me and Chris are still hungry. We want our sandwiches. <laughs> oh, jeez. Gosh. Uh, so streaming. This is the worst marriage ever. This actually broke during MCM Live <laughs> today. I actually broke this to them. Uh, HBO Max announces a full anime lineup with Country Roll Partners. And a country world partnership at launch. Oh, nice. So, and I have, I'm going to put it up here in the crawl. These are the notable anime that are coming to HBO Max. So, 
Is it strictly just anime, or is it going to be where they can actually adapt into live action later on if they want to? I don't know, but I would like to see some of this adapted in the live action. Like Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, you could absolutely adapt in the live action. To me, I think it can actually. I think some can actually be beneficial for TV rather than on a. Aiden, I don't think Hunter x Hunter is. Uh, I didn't see that on the list for uh, HBO Max. That'd be a great show to put on HBO Max. That'd be also a great show to finish on HBO Max because it ends on a cliffhanger. Yeah, well, some of those animes aren't good live action if you don't have the right actors. Um, oh, I still say Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood would be absolutely fucking amazing. Live oh, action. well, they've done live action in Japan, and it was not great. Yeah, but it wasn't terrible either. It was kind of like middle of the road, uh, which leads to hope that you could do that live action if you really, really, really put your mind to it. Yeah, minus Death Note, the American version, right. <laughs> And I feel like this, it should have been Terrible. a TV series. I feel like it should have been a TV series rather than a movie because you can actually get your characters fleshed out a lot better. Are you talking about Death Note? Yeah. I think oh. it would have been better as a TV series. Mm, not with those actors. <laughs> All right. Well, Larry, just to get this in here real quick, Larry's asking if we've seen any new trade deals on the snowdown. I haven't. Uh, because right before we went on air, I actually took a nap because this, if I do have this virus or whatever the hell this is that I have right now, it's kicking my ass. Oh, wow. Uh, hour or two ago, Christian posted something, but I didn't check it out. I know somebody went and sent him a message back on Twitter. I said, see it. And he get, they asked something and he goes, well, watch the show. That was his response. Watch the show. Mm. <laughs> oh. Which, I mean, he's promoting his material. I don't blame him for saying that. So, yeah. <clears throat> you're not going to want to give everything away or off the top. <clears throat> but, yeah, I mean, that, that was a nice little breaking news thing uh, during SEN Live. And that actually got them talking about that for a little bit. I kind of threw them off subject there for a little bit, which I, I'm actually pretty good at doing. Between me and Larry, we're pretty damn good at doing that. So, uh, Larry. <laughs> Newman. <laughs> Larry. Every time I hear the name Larry now, it comes in my head, Newman. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> but um also oh hang on we got four new comments here oh Let's see okay aiden says i'm down with hbo max anime news i love some good anime right. a lot. yeah i love some good anime Me and too. i'll tell you right now my favorite anime right now that's going on there's three of them one's fire force one's my hero academia and the other one's Black Clover. All three of those oh. anime crush the shit out of it. I've heard also, good things gonna, about um, Yeah, I just lost my train of thought there. But those are the three that I would say that 
crush. So, uh, Larry's giving us a couple updates here um, on Schmodown. Burning Drew trade Irwin to usual suspects for infamous dogs and kidnaps stock in a round one pick. Hmm. So, yeah. I, I'll be honest, I need to binge all of season seven of the Schmodown. I think. I do too. While I'm out, while I'm out with uh, whatever the hell this is, yeah, I'm probably going to do that. I'm just going to binge the shit out of all season seven. I have a question. When was like the last time you actually watched the Snowdown? I know that you and I did like a watch along and try to do it that way. That was it. That that was the. Yeah, I got through. The first four matches of season seven. Okay, I need to get uh, through that too then. Because I used to watch this Modown like religiously. My God. Uh, all right. Let's see what else everybody else here is saying here. Oh, Larry, you go and. Hello, Jerry. <laughs> I love it. Hello, Jerry. <laughs> oh, Larry. All right. Do I have anything? Oh, yes, I do. Today they did a um, conference. Xbox did uh, one of many that are... Uh, going to be happening between now. They're going to do one a month from now to uh, launch of Xbox Series X. These two games are heavily rumored to be coming for launch, which is Perfect Dark and Fable are both rumored to be coming to the Xbox Series X. Hmm. My question so, about Perfect Dark, is that the Perfect Dark like I knew from N64, or is this a different Perfect Dark? My understanding is it won't be a total reboot of Perfect Dark. Oh. Like it's going to be basically what they did with Final Fantasy Remake. It's going to be that. That's okay. my understanding. Because I would, I would love to play that again. Because I love the original Perfect Dark. So. I never actually played the original Perfect Dark. So, uh, John, I'm going to let you take this question. Yeah, I haven't played either. Yeah. yeah. Well, basically, it's a first-person shooter, kind of like what GoldenEye is. It centers around Into the Future. It's an action-packed sci-fi video game. And you even have this little alien named Elvis helping you. <laughs> it's actually a pretty fun game and everything for what it was for the N64 back in the day. But I, it definitely does need a fresh reboot and everything, especially if they're going to end up doing another, if they're going to even keep the alien in there now. But I, me, me and a buddy of mine used to play Perfect Dark all the time. And as a matter of fact, after church and everything, him and I would go on ahead and play that game like religiously all the time. Mm. And that was just a fun time. That was like our version of GoldenEye every single time when we would go on ahead and play. Even though I have GoldenEye, but because GoldenEye is just such a classic, but Perfect Dark is ranked up there with it too. So, Ari, 
got jokes. So you said the virus kicking your ass. That's ironic because <laughs> you're just talking about Nicolas Cage and he was in a movie called Kick Ass. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. See what you did there. Very, very, very clever. Huh? Kick ass? Kick oh, yeah. ass? Kick-ass. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, you kind of muffled a little bit. That's why I can understand it. What Are you saying? talking uh-huh. about me? No, Probably talking about Chris. me. Because, oh. of, you know. <laughs> John, don't talk Why? about Chris like that. Go make the sandwiches like we told you. Excuse me? Go back to your back, Dave. Yeah, go make the sandwiches. <laughs> We're hungry. I'm going to have to fire you and hire you back at cheaper wages. <laughs> you don't pay me anyway, sir. So screw you. I was. Man. You were not. No, whatever. Anyway, Chris, continue. Continue, right. Chris. Aiden, <laughs> I'll answer this one for you real quick. Uh, it says, sounds dope. Going on the Avengers game. The Avengers game is supposed to launch September 1st. Oh, cool. That's the street date that I heard. Whether that's true or not, I do know it was it's in September. They pushed it to September to fix issues. Uh, September 1st was the date that I heard two days ago. Mm. And I don't know if that's concrete, but that's the date that I'm hearing. So okay. that's that's what I've heard on that. I'm hoping that one of these conferences that we get, we get some new Avengers footage because I'm ready for that game. I'm buying that game hands down no matter when it comes out. So... Uh, and the Fable game is actually supposed to be Fable 4. So we've all been waiting for that. Uh, if you're a Fable fan, we've all been waiting for that one. I didn't play that one. Um, I know I have a PS4, and I have to get back it's into Xbox my game. Exclu- it's Xbox exclusive. Oh, well. I guess I'll get out the conversation then. <laughs> Take your PS4 and go somewhere. Larry saying September 1st, you mean September 1st, 2021. Ha ha. No, it means September 1st this year. They make us wait another year on top of that September 1st. I'm going to be very mad. I'm, I'm normally patient with game releases, but I'd be very mad about that. Because then it's going to start feeling like Final Fantasy VII Remake all over again. Oh. Mm-hmm. So, see, um, let's go back here to the news. Um, that is mm-hmm. everything new. Uh, we're an hour gone, hour and 20 minutes in here. Uh, do you still want to do the Bad Boys trilogy review there, John, or do you want to hold yeah. off and do that Saturday or what? It's whatever you're comfortable with because I know you're not feeling good right now. Yeah. Yeah. What do you want to do, Chris? So, I'm I'm game for either or. I'm, I I can do the Bad Boys three. We can do it if you want. If you're up for it. Yeah. Let's let's do it. We've been pushing it for a couple yeah. of episodes okay. now. All right, man. We'll do it. Okay. Just All for right. you, Chris. We'll do it. 
So I went and I bought the trilogy. Uh, and I watched them all the way through. Binge watched the whole series. I, I'll come right out of the gate and say I never was a fan of Bad Boys 2. It had some memorable lines and some memorable moments in it uh, for me, but it never resonated. But now that I've watched all these movies back-to-back-to-back, to back to back, uh, Bad Boys 2 definitely... Uh, I see it in a different light. I guess is a good way to say it. <laughs> it, it resonates more. Uh, it doesn't completely track with Bad Boys for Life, but it it's nice popcorn uh, shoving your face movie. It's a nice uh, now. I will say now. I will say that Bad Boys, the first one. I'm thoroughly surprised that it still lands with me the way that it did, being it landed in 1995, and here we are, we're in 2020. And that movie, I can still watch that movie over and over and over and over and over again. Like So if I had to do my rankings for Bad Boys movies, and if you can't tell, I'm not very good at doing movie reviews because I like to go full on spoilers, and I really don't want to do that. Uh, in case anybody hasn't seen Bad Boys for Life yet, uh, because I want to give it some time to breathe and gestate a little bit. But I would have to say my rankings are Bad Boys, Bad Boys for Life, and Bad Boys 2. Because even though I say that Bad Boys 2 has come up in value for me, it still does not make it below the bottom of the threshold. I see that. So but that that's my take on it. Yeah. So like you, I went on ahead and bought the trilogy as well. Because I figured since you had that same experience and everything, maybe I might have had that same experience too. So I went on ahead, I rewatched the first one and rewatched well, I rewatched all of them. And I actually liked the first one. And everything a lot because it was the first introduction into Will Smith as an actor, and it was also the first time that we actually get to see a small screen actor take on a, a big role, like for Bad Boys. I mean, even Martin Lawrence for that matter too, because he was even on a TV show called Martin. So it was actually the first time that we actually get to see those two clash together, and they mesh very well. And not only that, but I'll even have to rank up the same way that you ranked it. Where I like Bad Boys one, but Bad Boys three will come in second, and then Bad Boys two will come out last. And I'll get to that in a minute. But I love the chemistry between uh, Tia Lilani as the uh, prostitute in the movie, and everything with the first one with Martin Lawrence and everything. I thought the chemistry actually worked. I love the funny moments in Bad Boys Part One and Bad Boys Three. I was actually kind of iffy at first. Because I wasn't sure if that chemistry was still going to shine on through because it's been so long. But it was like they, they haven't even missed a beat. It, was, it felt like that Mike Larry and Martin Lawrence's character was still there after all this time. It felt like they did, like they, it was back in 95 all over, basically. And I have to say, I mean, I enjoyed it. And then also, too, I, I actually did this in my head today. 
where you know how the first two films was focusing on drugs. Yeah. I loved how they actually changed the dynamic with this one because it doesn't turn into them taking down a drug lord in this one. It goes to like enemy of the state kind of level with Will Smith, kind of like a spy type level, if you think about it. Because there's actually a hit on Will Smith. This is not a spoiler or anything like that. This is just a little bit of a plot. Well, yeah, because it showed it. They showed that in the trailer. Right. And that's what I got from it, and that's what I loved about it. It doesn't show the bad guy right off the bat like they normally do. Because if you actually watch the first two films, it's like, okay, here's Martin Lawrence doing their thing, and then it goes into the bad guy doing his thing while Martin Lawrence is doing their thing. And this one is a complete different turnaround and everything. And I love the direction that they actually done it and everything. Don't get me wrong. I love Michael Bay for what he did with introducing us into the Bad Boys franchise. But what these two directors did and everything and set everything up was just fantastic. I had a great time just shoving popcorn in my face, drinking some soda, and just just having an all-out good time watching the police captain get pissed off at him over and over again. <laughs> yeah. My favorite my favorite moment out of all three of the movies, not to cut you off, but think about the police captain is where uh, he's chugging um, the Pepto, and he's like, fuck. Fuck. <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> that was my favorite part. Are you trying to give me a heart attack before the day's over? Are you trying to give me a heart attack? And all of a sudden, here comes Michael Shannon and the trunk banging on the trunk. And just, what the fuck is that? Just, that or um, Mike, I told you. No shooting. What does no shooting mean? Well, it means no shooting. Well, what happened? <laughs> like, People were dead. How did people become dead? He goes, well, they started shooting me. I started to shoot at them. And he goes, so you kill all these people? He goes, well, I may kill a few, but they kill them all. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, Captain, you know, you know, I did some shooting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the other part that I liked, too, was... Uh, when he goes, Dan Marino should get this car. Well, not this one, because I'm about to fuck this car up. But he should get this car. <laughs> <laughs> That was a good line. And then uh, another funny moment was with the police captain there saying, uh, whenever Mike Larry and Martin Lawrence's character go to the house and everything, and Martin Lawrence is high on ecstasy. Oh, and... yeah. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Aiden, you need to watch these movies, man. You yeah, love them. you do. Yeah. Part three is definitely my favorite and everything. Like I said. The chemistry of the dynamic is really good. It definitely gives you that 90s body cop flavor that we haven't had in a long time that we've been wanting. And I, I still stand by saying that the first one's the best one because just in the way, the reason I say that is because the way they introduce you to those, those two is they're driving and they're bantering back and forth and then they uh, get carjacked and they're like, son of a bitch. <laughs> Like oh. you're about to have a really bad day. <laughs> well, Tamika, 
and everything. Okay, you know the curly head guy in Sons of Anarchy? The one that's kind of weird? Uh, which one? <laughs> okay, you know the one that's in the very huh? first uh, season, remember the Mexican whenever they he's trying to get rid of the bodies with the Mexicans and everything because he slept with them? <laughs> but anyway, he's actually one of the carjackers. In, oh. Um, he's actually one of the carjackers in that movie. You also have Christopher Montesanti, the, the actor who plays Christopher on The Sopranos is in that movie. You also have a, uh, the captain also played on The Sopranos. And everything. So I actually got geeked out over the fact of all these actors that I actually forgot was actually in the movie before they actually got big. Oh, okay. And, yeah, see, um, for me, um, it's opposite from both of you guys because I didn't really care too much for Bad Boys 3 because I, I don't know, it kind of took me out of it. Like, is this like a supernatural? type of vibe and it's so different from well, the other two they're dealing, they're dealing with uh, like Mexican lore and stuff so mm-hmm. that's where they call her the witch like the brouhaha or whatever the hell it is they call her um, that's where that all comes from because if you go and you go into Mexican lore it's highly spiritual when it comes to like the Totems and whatnot. From from what I'm understanding, if I'm wrong on that, by all means, correct me. But that's my understanding is that they're like they're into voodoo and shit like that, like what New Orleans is. Yeah, they're definitely into dark shit. My favorite part though was when Tony fucked a witch. Yeah, he did. That's all you heard. My favorite line in three is we fly together, we die together. Right. And then the captain wrote a book and I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> like, man, I, I had a great time watching that place. For like, and is it okay if I do my little Netflix group? Oh. I legitimately think that both lead performances in the new one are Oscar worthy. I don't want to go that far. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's, that's a little too far now. <laughs> that, that, well, considering that the year 2020 isn't going to have that many movies, they very well just won't win the Oscars. They just take, take a yeah. big run. Yeah. Oh, we lost John. Yeah, I think he's dropping again. Oh, okay. John. Oh, nope, there he is. John, are you okay? John, talk to us. Speak to us, John. Are you okay? I'm here. Okay. <laughs> Thank goodness. Thought something happened to you. I thought that witch got to you. I tell you what, though, Larry's being quiet. Larry, are you okay? Come on, Larry. Larry. Larry, are you okay? Speak to us, Larry. Speak to us. Did the witch get to you too, Larry? Speak to us. Oh no, she got to him. Oh god, I knew it. My audio died. <laughs> That's because she got to you, Larry. That's why I died. Oh, Larry. Oh, I'm sorry, John. What were you saying? No, I was just asking Chris. I mean, is it okay if I do my Netflix review? 
No. For Dangerous Live? No. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yes, it's Chris show. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> you have the floor. <laughs> you have go the floor, it. John. Have the floor. Yeah, go ahead. So, I watched the movie Dangerous Lies thinking that I was going to get the same kind of feel that I got with Extraction and everything. And especially when one of my friends said, oh, there's going to be twists and turns in this movie. You're not going to be seeing anything that happens. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to check out this movie called Dangerous Lies. So Dangerous Lies revolves around this girl, this husband and wife. They're at a diner, they, and the diner's getting robbed, and the husband winds up saving the wife's wife. Well, a couple of weeks later, she winds up being a caretaker for this one uh, resident or whatever for uh, an elderly person. Well, the elderly person and her are getting kind of close and everything, and he goes, well, I wonder what's going on with you and he also lives in this mansion type thing too he lives in a mansion she goes over there and takes care of him and she goes well my husband and i were having some difficulties and everything so he cuts her a check for like seven million dollars so and she also hires her husband as a gardener even though it's against the policy of the place that she actually is a caretaker for to actually have family working for them and then all of a sudden the guy dies Hmm. the the resident winds up dying, and then he winds up leaving um, the house in her name. And then, this is how this now this the dialogue for me didn't really work for me at all. As I mentioned in my podcast this morning, um, it actually fell apart. It felt like more like a Lifetime movie than it actually did a Netflix movie with the dialogue. Then you actually have the husband doing some stupid crap too, like for instance, he's like. He found, they found like $100 million in cash. And he's over there just counting it out. And she's like, what are you doing? Oh, well, you know, if nobody else can go ahead and take it or whatever, we, somebody else would have took it. So I might as well just go in and take it. Mm. And then instead of them letting the cops do their thing and let them investigate it and everything, they cremated him, which also makes them look like an accessory to a murder that they've done, especially whenever the guy left that of the house and everything. So, well, you know, maybe we should go ahead and get the house and everything because I'm tired of being broke. So, so they move into the house. Then all of a sudden, the husband finds diamonds and everything. He's like, well, you know, somebody else would have took these diamonds and everything. So, you know what? Maybe I should go ahead and keep them. No, I don't. Th-. And then the wife is like, no, I don't think so. I think you should go ahead and tell the cops about it. No, I don't think so. I'm tired of being broke. You know what? With everything that's going on and everything, I think we need to have new cell phones. I'm like, you are such a dumbass. Because now you look like that you actually did do something even though you didn't do anything. So you're a complete moron. Both of you are a complete fucking moron. So, you know, I did not enjoy this movie. The twists and turns were very if I can predict the movie the whole entire time, it's not that great of a movie. So I didn't really care for it the way I wanted to care for it or anything like that. The dialogue fell flat, the twists and turns fell flat for me. And then the moron uh, husband and then the moron wife, I didn't really care who wound up living or who wound up dying. I'm just glad that the movie was over with by the time it was actually done. <laughs> so <laughs> that was it. All right. What movie was that again? Dangerous Lies. <laughs> then I tortured myself. I know which one not to watch, though. So. Yeah. Then I also yeah we lost Tamika there. I don't know what happened to her. Uh-oh. 
<laughs> but I also tortured myself watching Kazam. Watching what? Kazam with Shaquille O'Neal. Because this. Why would you do that to yourself? Because this quarantine does something to your brain where it's like, hey, let me fuck you up even more. Let's review. <laughs> let's review Kazam. No, Kazam. Because Kazam is a better movie. But let's do Kazam. I'm like, okay, let's do Kazam. God, that movie was bad. I could have told you that. <laughs> But yeah. Uh, I don't know if Mika's coming back. <laughs> I think I might have scared her off with me uh, going off the way I did. I don't know. I have to find out if she's going to be around. Let's see if I got anything from her. Nope, nothing from her. So maybe she might have got a call or something. Oh, but, that's possible. Aiden's saying, uh, watch the amazing bulk. What's that about? Uh, I don't know exactly what it's about. I know it was mentioned to me yesterday uh, in Discord. Okay. I'll give it a shot. It's on YouTube. Okay. I'll definitely give that a shot, man. I definitely will. Matter of fact, next time we come back, I'll do a review on it and everything for you. All right, and Larry is asking, uh, did we buy a shirt, meaning the SEN Attack Peter shirt? I did not buy a shirt. I bought a poster. I am waiting for it. I don't know what you want us supposed to ship because I never got a shipping detail. So I don't know when. Well, after we get off with this show, I am going to purchase a shirt because I do want a shirt. So I am going to wind up buying one. So get ready for me to have that on the next show whenever I when we do one. Um, so that's pretty. Well I don't think you'll have it by Saturday. No, 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 no. I'm just saying in the future I'll have it for the next show. All right, and uh, so I don't have any other topics to really talk about. I was hoping Tamika to be in on this uh, because I'm also completely open this wide to everybody that's watching. Um. I made a list. I've mentioned this a couple of times. Uh, I made a list of all the top grossing films from 1970 to 2019. And I'm going to reveal that list now. And I would like people's opinions on which decade seems like it was the strongest. Because Christian is saying that 80s seems to be the strongest decade in movies. So here's the list. And I'll throw it down so you guys can see the 2000s. Let me know what you guys think the uh, strongest decade is. I mean, if you go monetarily, you could definitely tell how ticket prices went up. And Tamika's back. Hi, Tamika. Oh, hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. 
It's her. <laughs> so we're doing the strongest uh, films, uh, the top films that were gross from 1970 to 2019. Larry's saying it's either the 80s or the 90s. Hmm. I would have to say... By preference, I'm going to say probably the 2000s. I mean, scratch out Mission Impossible 2, and you got some pretty heavy hitters there. The soundtrack was good. I love the soundtrack. Yeah. And the movie. Aiden's saying the 80s is more diverse in recent years, but cash-wise, it's got to be the 10s, which he's right. The 80s were definitely more diverse. Like, Let's take a point right here. 1984, the year of Ghostbusters. I always thought Ghostbusters was that year's top earner. Mm -hmm. It's Hills Cop. So... Ari is also saying the 80s. Oh, return. <laughs> but then he also, but uh, he also said the 2010s had The Dark Knight Rises. Now, see, I think that was the weakest movie in the Nolan Batman uh, franchise. It might have been the weakest, but it was also the beginning of the whole entire Batman trilogy. So during that time, we didn't know it was going to be the weakest out of that trilogy. Now Batman be Batman Begins was the start. Dark Knight Rises was the last. Okay, okay, I thought you, okay you're kind of crackling up. I thought you said Batman Rises. I mean Batman Begins. I'm sorry. I do apologize for that. But yeah, Dark Knight Rises is definitely the uh, weakest link. All right, Larry. Thank you for tweeting me. I haven't really looked at my tweets or anything. Uh, I did see that you sent me a private message, though. Uh, but RB3 and Sabrina are open to appearing on random podcasts. So that would be an option that I'll be uh, pursuing. So maybe we'll land one of them. All right. Um, just to get this out there, I am going to be on the ACS YouTube channel reviewing all three Planet of the Apes movies because I did some binging on that. So cool. Yeah, I haven't watched any of them yet either. That's got to be on my list of things to watch. I got a lot of things to watch. I feel like I'm becoming the Brett Sheridan of the group, where I, <laughs> I have a lot of things I need to watch. <laughs> but to be to be honest with you, I prefer the second one over the first one. I have the first one coming in second, and the third one, of course, is the third one. That's it. It's the anticlimactic uh, thing between Woody Harrelson and Caesar. But I won't get into that territory. <laughs> but it seems like the people that are here active with us in the chat are saying the 80s are the strongest decade. I like That's that. Right. So, yeah. What's, yeah I mean, what's, it, there's more creativity in the 80s with um, limited budgeting issues and special effects. So, I don't know. I feel yeah. like the creativity was really strong in the 80s. I agree. I mean, nowadays, like, 2010s, uh, like you said, 
they're they're very special effects heavy. Deathly Hollows Part Two, Avengers, Transformers, Star Wars, Captain America. Honestly, honestly, Captain out of this entire list here, Captain America: Civil War was probably the least special effects oriented film out of that list out of the 2010s. Hmm, I guess it is. Wow. But it seemed like they did a lot of practical with Captain America Civil War, which was a nice change of pace. <clears throat> wait, what wait? I'm confused on this one. Ask why you would shoot a man before flousing him out of a plane. Is that from a movie? I don't I don't get that one, Ari. You have to elaborate. Yes. Uh, Larry says Brett has a lot to watch, but has no time because of Blue Chew. <laughs> His wife's gonna be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if they did like a reaction video? Okay, <laughs> right, Aiden's saying it's a line from The Dark Knight Rises. I uh, don't, I don't um, remember that being a line for The Dark Knight Rises. It has to be right at the beginning. Yeah, that's yeah, like that that sounds like it may be from the beginning. That sounds like when Bane is in the plane. I yeah, think. yeah, and he escapes. Perhaps he's wondering why you would shoot a man before throwing them out. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep, that's when I Yeah, Aiden said it's right in the opening scene. Okay, yeah. 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 I like Dark Knight Rise for what it was first. You know, all the villains the Batman series. Um, this series that makes you think which I guess it, it kind of gives you these complex feelings like, okay, why well, I'm agreeing with half of what you're saying. It's starting to make sense. Then you kind of forget about bad but so no. Uh, John just plugged his headphones in. Okay. Can yeah, everybody hear me? Because on my end, kind of like uh, crackling a little bit. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, yes. I got you. You oh. guys got me? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just charging up my phone. That's why my headphones are out. <laughs> okay. John left. Oh, John left. Oh, John left. This is karma from like the other show. Oh, come on. I see him, but I can't add up. There we go. There you go. Oh, he got his hat on backwards. Yep. Now we got that crackly sound back. Yeah. What's that crackly sound? 
I've been noticing that. And Aiden just brought it up too. Yeah. Said that whatever Don did, the audio got a lot better. Now we got that crackle back. Is it? I'm hearing it on my end. I don't Me? know what it is. Is it? Huh? I don't know if it's. Yeah, I. It's getting it's getting worse. Yeah. So I think what we're going to do normally we do a binge watch segment, but with the audio issues that we're having, uh, I think we're just going to call it a wrap for the night. We're pushing two hours. Uh, we'll be back uh, Saturday normal time. Live, we'll be doing uh, whatever news comes up. Basically, uh, we'll come up with some other things. Hopefully, we keep growing. This was nice that we had a few people in the chat room that we could interact with. Ari, Aiden, Larry, thank you very much. Greatly appreciate that. Um, made the show a hell of a lot better. It ran a hell of a lot more fluent uh, that way. So, which is what we want to do. Um, so, kudos and thank you very much for being part of it. That's what we want to do. Uh, Tamika, where can they find you at? <laughs> John Show. <laughs> Movie Lovers Unite. Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite. <laughs> Oh, yes. Anything John says, you can find. I kind of got roped into this. <laughs> yeah. John, I can barely hear what you're saying there, man. Oh, um, we're, we're on Facebook, Movie Lovers, TV Lovers, United, um, Anchor Podcast, uh, I think Spotify, uh, a couple other platforms. And we have a blog on work with Chris as well. I think he was. He's nodding. I think I did good. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um. So, I mean, everybody knows where to find me. Hotel Nerd. Just look up Hotel Nerd. Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, uh, Patreon. Uh. I'm now on Discord. I'm a proud Patreon uh, director for SEM uh, now. So I'm involved there. Uh, just look up Hotel Nerd, you'll find me. Uh, the only thing I'm not really on is Instagram. So, uh, but with that, we'll call it a night. Thank you very much. Great show. Uh, sorry for the audio issues that we were having. Uh, it, getting prominently worse as I'm talking, so we're just going to call it a wrap for the night. All right. Bye.